Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with international evangelist Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today we're learning more about God's desire for dedication. Hanukkah begins tonight at sunset, and the word Hanukkah means dedication. In John chapter 10, we learn that Jesus celebrated the Feast of Dedication in Jerusalem. And you know, these passages help us learn more about Jesus' Jewish identity and God's heart. So if you'd like to take some notes, download Rabbi's Study Guide online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But right now, here is Rabbi Schneider in the busy streets of Israel as he begins our lesson with a song. Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah, let's light the menorah. Let's have a party and all do the whole rock. That's a song that we sing during this time of year as we're celebrating the victory that God gave the Maccabees over the Greco-Assyrians that had defiled their temple and taken over Jerusalem. So I'm gonna go back now and tell you the story that led to the celebration of Hanukkah, what Hanukkah means. Father, we just begin today by inviting your spirit, Lord, that your word would go forth clearly and that you'd use it to draw people to you. For we ask it, Father, in Yeshua Messiah's name and for the purpose of the building of your saints and your kingdom. Amen. As we're getting ready to celebrate Hanukkah this year, I wanted to begin by telling you the history, and then I wanted to bring it forward and show you how Yeshua was celebrating Hanukkah in the pages of the New Testament. So first of all, what had happened was the Greco-Assyrians under Antiochus IV had taken over Jerusalem and the temple of the Jews that God had given Solomon, and then was later rebuilt and destroyed in 70 AD. What happened was the Greco-Assyrians had gone into the temple and in the year 167 BCE had actually erected an altar to Zeus in the temple. Furthermore, the Greco-Assyrian armies were going throughout Israel and Jerusalem and they were forcing Jewish people to make a sacrifice to Zeus. And unfortunately, some Jewish people were compromising. But it all stopped when the Greco-Assyrian soldiers got to a Jewish settlement called Modin and tried to get the Jews there to make a sacrifice to Zeus. A priest there by the name of Mattathias said no. And because one of the Jewish onlookers that was gathered with Mattathias was afraid that because Mattathias said no, that the Greco-Assyrian soldiers were gonna respond to Mattathias' no by putting them all to death, he volunteered, this Jewish onlooker volunteered trying to appease the Greco-Assyrian army and said, well, I'll do it. Mattathias turned on the Jewish onlooker and then that so riled and rallied the other Jews that were gathered there to stand up in solidarity and to resist this pressure to conform or to be Hellenized 
That's what the term was that was going on. These Greco-Assyrians were trying to Hellenize the world, including the Jewish people, to worship like them and to adopt their customs. But when Mattathias said no, he so inspired the rest of the Jewish onlookers that they turned on the Greco-Assyrian army that was in Modin, where they were, and they effectively began to drive out the Greco-Assyrians from Modin. And this movement that was started by Mattathias's resistance, it grew and it grew, and eventually more and more Jewish people joined the movement and they began to take place in what is known today as guerrilla warfare, where they would hide and they would wait for the Greco-Assyrian troops to come into an area. And then when the Greco-Assyrian troops came into an area, they would come out of hiding and ambush them. And they were able to more and more recover Jerusalem until they eventually recovered the temple. And then in 164 BCE, they dedicated the temple back to Hashem, back to God, and that's where we get the name Hanukkah from. Jewish people all over the world celebrate Hanukkah every year since 164 BCE, including the time of Yeshua. We're gonna see in a second, Yeshua was in the temple celebrating Hanukkah with the rest of the Jewish people that were gathered. Hanukkah is the Hebrew word that means dedication. And so once again, in 164 BCE, the Maccabees, that was the army that drove the Greco-Assyrian soldiers out. The word Maccabee means hammer, and it comes from the name of the priest's son. Mattathias had a son named Judah, and he was the leader of this movement of driving out the Greco-Assyrians. They named him Judah the Maccabee, Judah the hammer. And so that's the name that's given today to the army that was successfully able to drive out the Greco-Assyrians. Now, our tradition tells us that when they came in to the temple, everything, of course, was desecrated. And one of the things that they found there was the oil that had been used to light the menorah in the temple that burned perpetually. And according to our tradition, there was only enough kosher oil in the temple when it was recaptured to burn for one day. But instead of burning for one day, our tradition tells us it supernaturally burned for eight days. And so a Hanukkah menorah has eight different candles plus an extra ninth candle, which is called the servant candle. And so the way we celebrate Hanukkah is we put the menorah in front of a window of our home or apartment. And the reason we put the menorah in front of a window is because we're proclaiming to the world, God did a miracle here. And so we light the servant candle, the ninth candle, we light that on the first night. And then we take that servant candle and we light one other candle. And we do the same thing for eight days. The second day we light the servant candle and then we take the servant candle and we light the first candle and then the second candle for the second day. And thus it goes all through the eight days of Hanukkah. It's interesting that Jewish people are so galvanized by Hanukkah, you'll see these menorahs even televised all over the big cities of the world where 
Different Jewish groups will rent a, a huge space in London and someplace in Australia and all over the world, there'll be thousands of Jewish people gather together to celebrate the lighting of the menorah. They have a huge menorah up on a big stand and they'll light the candle each night. So Hanukkah is a huge galvanizing holiday for the Jewish people. But interestingly, the holiday of Hanukkah is nowhere mentioned in the Hebrew scriptures. It's nowhere in the Jewish Bible. Of course, the whole Bible is the Jewish Bible, but I'm talking about the Old Testament. The only place that Hanukkah is written about, beloved one, in the scriptures is in the Brich Hadashah or the New Testament. So we read about Hanukkah in the Gospel of John chapter 10, again, the only place in scripture. So let me read for you, beginning in the 22nd verse of Yochanan, we say in Hebrew, John chapter 10. At that time, John writes, the feast of dedication, why does he say dedication instead of Hanukkah? Because dedication, once again, is the English translation of the word Hanukkah. It's the same thing. One's Hebrew, one's English. At that time, we could say Hanukkah took place at Jerusalem, but because the New Testament for us is written in English, it's written as the Feast of Dedication took place in Jerusalem or at Jerusalem, where we're at right now. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back in a moment. It's our prayer that today's message has been a blessing to you so far, and we hope that it enriches your walk with Yeshua. If you have a prayer request, we invite you to submit it online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Our team lifts up every individual request before the Lord, and it would be our pleasure, privilege, and honor to pray for you and your family. At Discovering the Jewish Jesus, we are looking for like-minded people who are ready to partner with us. If you're sensing the Lord leading you to offer a financial gift of support, would you please contact us today? Become a monthly partner. Go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or to give a gift of any amount today, just call 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. And now here's Rabbi Schneider with the rest of today's message. It was winter and Yeshua was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. The Jews then gathered around him and were saying to him, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you're the anointed one, meaning the Messiah, Of course, our Bible says Christ, if you're the Christ. But Christ is just the Greek word for the Hebrew Mashiach, which means anointed one. So they said to him, if you're the Mashiach, tell us plainly. Yeshua answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, these testify of me but you do not believe because you're not my sheep. I want you to notice two things here. If someone doesn't want to believe, beloved ones, you can argue with them till you're blue in the face. If they don't want to believe, they're not going to believe. They said to Yeshua, if you're the Christ, if you're the Mashiach, 
tell us plainly. Yeshua said, I told you, but you didn't believe me. And then he said, and the works that I do, all the miracles that you've seen, they testify of me. But then he said, but you did not believe because in verse number 26, you're not my sheep. It's good for us to keep that in mind, that it's not up to us to save people. It's just up to us, beloved, to be a witness. Whether they believe or not, that's up to the Father. Even Yeshua didn't expect that he was gonna save everybody. He said in John 10, you believe not because you're not my sheep. Notice what he said next in the next verse. Yeshua said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give eternal life to them and they will never perish and no one shall snatch them out of my hand. He continues, my father who has given them to me. I want you to notice this. Jesus knew who his sheep were and according to Yeshua's own words, his sheep were the ones that the father had given to him. This was the same thing Yeshua was talking about in John six, where Jesus said, don't grumble amongst yourself. No one can come to me, he continued in John six, unless my father draws him. All the father gives me, Jesus said, will come to me. And he that comes to me, I will lose none. So think about what I just said. In John six, Jesus said to the ones that didn't believe, hey, listen, don't grumble. You think you're over me, judging me, critiquing me? Jesus said, don't grumble among yourselves. He said, no one comes to me unless the Father draws him. And all the Father gives me shall come to me. And of all that he gives me, I will lose none. Compare what Yeshua said in John six with what he's saying right here. He's saying, you do not believe because you're not my sheep. My sheep hear my voice and I know them. I give them eternal life and no one will ever snatch them out of my hand. Verse 29, my father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. And then he made this remarkable statement. He said, I and the father are one. So when we see the love of Jesus, we see the love of the Father. When we see the compassion of Yeshua, we see the compassion of the Father. When we hear the parables of Jesus about him going after the one lost sheep, we hear the heart of the Father desiring to save. I want you to hear me though, beloved, as I shift back for a moment. If you believe in Yeshua, it's because the Father chose you, according to the book of Ephesians, before the foundation of the world, and he drew you to Jesus. The scripture tells us that we were chosen in the Father, Ephesians chapter one, by the Father before the foundation of the world. And then the scripture says we were predestined to the Father, to Yeshua, so that we could enter into the spirit of adoption of sonship with the Father. And so 
God chose you and I to be his sons and daughters before we were born. That's why he sent Yeshua. See, the Bible says that we were chosen before the foundation of time. And then in the fullness of time, the Bible tells us in Galatians chapter four, the father sent his son and gave us the spirit of adoption. It's such an awesome thing. I'm just wanting to bring back Yeshua is in the temple in the Gospel of John, chapter 10, celebrating Hanukkah, revealing the mystery that you and I, that are his sheep, were given to him by the Father. And this revelation comes to us in the word of God during Hanukkah. Yeshua was in the temple on Hanukkah when he gave us this penetrating revelation. So I wanna strengthen you today to know that you were in the mind and in the heart of God before you were even born. Like the psalmist said, he knew you when you were in your mother's womb. He knew you when you were yet unformed. And he had a destiny for your life before you took your first breath. So if you and I wanna come into alignment and find out who we really are, we have to give ourselves to the one that number one, created us, and secondly, redeemed us through Yeshua, Messiah, for a purpose. And that purpose is to be his to walk with him, not as slaves, not as those that are under the law, but as those that cry forth through the spirit of adoption, Abba, Father. And so I speak freedom and liberty over you this Hanukkah season. Even as Yeshua liberated his people in coming, even as those Maccabees in 164 rededicated and re-liberated the temple, so I speak to you today, liberation and freedom in the spirit. And I challenge you in the love of God to dedicate yourself, just as that temple in 164 was dedicated to the Lord. I encourage all of us this Hanukkah season to truly dedicate every area of our life to Hashem. The words we speak, the foods we eat, how we spend our time, the friendships we have, how we spend our money. Let's live as sons and daughters that are fully dedicated to the Lord, knowing what our purpose is. God has created good works for you and I to walk in. And Yeshua is returning quickly, he said, to reward to each and every one of us for what we've done. We only have a short time, beloved, on this planet. Let's use it wisely and let's dedicate ourselves, spirit, soul, and body fully to him.
We're learning about Hanukkah here on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And to discover more about this program or about our Bible teacher, Rabbi Schneider, let me invite you to go to our website and explore. You'll find us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're there, be sure to take a look at all the great messianic content and resources that we have available, like Rabbi's books, articles, and videos. We even have some dedicated dedicated pages devoted to the biblical feasts and holidays throughout the year, like Hanukkah, which we're celebrating today. Hanukkah lasts for eight nights, so we'll be wrapping up this Festival of Lights on December the 15th at nightfall. And then if you're looking for ways to increase your influence this holiday season, consider supporting this ministry with a generous Hanukkah gift this year. And here is Rabbi to talk a little bit more about that. As I'm thinking today about Hanukkah, and how that relates to us, what we're doing with your help through discovering the Jewish Jesus. I think of this, Hanukkah was about the recovery of Jerusalem and then the rededication of the Jewish people's temple. Today, as the gospel of the Jewish King Messiah Yeshua goes forth, once again, Jewish people are being recovered into a true and authentic relationship with the Creator and beloved, those of you that are supporting this ministry, it's happening with your help. We're meeting people here in Jerusalem, Jewish people that are feeding their souls on the ministry of God's Word through discovering the Jewish Jesus. So I wanna ask you for your financial help and your continual financial support because the truth, beloved, what we're doing, it's not free. It costs money, and it's only with your help that we're able to spread the gospel around the globe. Thank you for your Hanukkah offering. To give a special Hanukkah offering or gift of any amount to support this ministry, please visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And if you'd like to go over and above this special offering, we'd love for you to become a regular monthly partner. You can text your monthly gift to us by typing the keyword rabbi to the number 45777 or by calling us at 800 777 7835. As our way of saying thanks for your generous gifts of any amount, we'll send you Rabbi Schneider's message of the month that's available as a digital download. And then for our new monthly partners, we have an additional token of appreciation, an authentic handcrafted shofar made in Israel, which you can view on our website. And while you're online today, head over to myfreegift.com forward slash hearing and receive a special free gift from Rabbi this holiday season. Hearing God's voice can be hard in today's world. So we want to share with you a special audio download that Rabbi did just for you and exclusive to myfreegift.com forward slash hearing called a guide to hearing God's voice. Make sure you get yours today. And if you're being blessed by this ministry and you'd like to write to us and let us know, send us a message at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan 49228. And now to close with a special blessing, here is Rabbi Schneider. In the book of Numbers chapter 6, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartations of the Lord's blessings.
shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries, and I'm your host, Dustin Roberts. Join us tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider begins another exciting series titled Revelations That Set You Free. That's Friday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.